Welcome to See the World Differently. Come explore and discover the world around you. Hey there, welcome to this month's edition of See the World Differently with Oceanscape Yachts podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Taylor, and this month I was joined by JJ Yosh. Um, you might be one of his 500,000 plus followers on social media. Uh, JJ is a TV host, adventure filmmaker, backcountry chef, mountaineer. He's an actor. He has um, his own production company. And I believe his tagline is that he's on a mission to change the world through media, um, which he's obviously excelling at right now, um, given his presence online. This was such a treat, though, to talk to JJ. He's currently based in Boulder, Colorado. Um, Obviously, a lot of people are tending to stay around home these days still due to COVID-19. But it was just really great to talk to somebody who's kind of living exactly what they're preaching and talking about um, and also got me a little bit excited to start planning trips again um, when it's safe to do so and in the meantime just kind of appreciate where we are in this moment um, in our own backyards as well like JJ's doing so I really hope you enjoy this episode Um, if you don't already subscribe to our podcast in iTunes and Google Podcasts uh, please do it's free it's a quick click of a button and while you're there if you want to leave a review um, or rate us that would be great just to show us some love and know that you're out there listening Um, I'm going to be sure to tag all of JJ's links in the show notes so make sure you check them out go to his website and give him a follow on um whatever social media platform you prefer. So without further ado, here's JJ. Thanks again. Today we're here with JJ Yosh, who wears a few different hats. He's really well known in the travel industry. Um, I think just a few accolades next to your name are TV host, adventure filmmaker, uh, backcountry chef, you travel with your cat, (laughs) social media influencer. Um, If you could give us a little bit of background, JJ, on how this all came to be and, and what brought you to where you are today. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, th- first of all, thank you for having me uh, on your podcast today. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's an awesome honor. It's our pleasure. And I started out in the travel space through outdoor adventure in my college uh, at UC Santa Barbara. And um, I joined an outdoors club. And that was kind of the start of my outings into the wilderness and once I graduated I got into filmmaking and I wanted to combine filmmaking my passions of filmmaking with my love for the outdoors and that's kind of how my production company first came came about and the production company that I have now is higher earth entertainment and that production company basically took me to places all around the world traveling and where I was creating documentaries and web series and and uh, just content uh, that had to do with the outdoors and had to do with inspiring others to get outdoors and to appreciate nature. And that, of course, was before social media really took off. And um, shortly thereafter, uh, that I kind of transitioned in from filmmaking more into the social media space as social media got bigger and bigger. And then the filmmaking and social media kind of merged together. And that's kind of where I got, got started with um, showcasing my travel adventures on my various social platforms. And they kind of all work together now. And uh, I would 
go on trips and document my experiences and then share them through my social media. So uh, every year things are evolving. Um, you know, of course, last year has was very crazy and you just have to adapt. Yeah. And, and just as with social media, you have to constantly adapt. So um, the industry, the travel industry is constantly changing and I'm just evolving with it. Yeah. And how did you, for people who don't know, because one of your other accounts is Simon Yosh, Adventure Cat. <laughs> so how did you, like, where was that in your mind? Did you find Simon when you were on your travels or did you have a cat and think, hey, why not, you know, take him in my kayak and see how he does. So, uh, cause I know there's a lot of people and that's a big thing. I, I have a dog and every time I go away, I'm like, oh, I don't want to leave him, you know? So for people who can travel with pets, like how did that start for you? And, and what do you recommend to other people hoping to do the same? So when I first got Simon and that was about uh, four and a half years ago, my intention was not to turn him into this social media <laughs> personality. Yeah, personality. <laughs> uh, it was just kind of something that naturally happened to coincide with with uh, what I was doing with my own social media platforms. Basically, he, he just appeared in an image for the first time of on my social media platform and my followers just loved him and so I you know I mean he just started to kind of go on my adventures with me so it, it was natural to have him in the images mm -hmm. and I think very early on because of the response that uh, that he got I created an account for him and the account that I created for him it was really just kind of a test um, model because I, I also run a social media company where I help other influencers grow their accounts and and um, and become influencers and and give them advice on that. So I, I was kind of using Simon's account as a, a test model for my social media clients. And it just so happens that his account um, kind of took on a life of its own. <laughs> right. And, and many ways surpassed mine. So it, it was just kind of something that just evolved. And then, you know, as it evolved, I then took a little bit more time to maintain it and manage it. And now, of course, I'm managing my account and his. Um, and so I do put a, a lot of attention to his account now. Mm -hmm. So it's not just like a, it's not just like a, a side hobby for me anymore. Like yeah. It's actually a job now. <laughs> yeah, it's not a pet account that people tend to yeah. get the first time they get a pet. Yeah, no, I think it's fantastic. And especially like you say, you're in this um, realm of other influencers and especially with travel, it's such a booming thing. And I find it so interesting because we interview a lot of people who were there before social media. Maybe they started with a blog or maybe they just wanted to travel and sort of did one off you know, package deals or advertising for different companies and, and managed to do it. So it's interesting now to see how other people are coming up, but also what sets you a little bit apart from other people, I suppose, too. Yeah. 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 And and as I was saying, this is a constant evolution with any sort of business. Changes are always happening and you have to be flexible and, and adaptable. And, and that's, uh, you know, I'm always trying to be at the forefront and pursue cutting edge things. So, 
um, yeah, it's constantly adapting. <laughs> yeah, I, I suppose that's the motto for 2020. So how did you how did you fare last year? I'm assuming you had a lot of trips canceled and things like that? Or were you still able to get out? I know you do a lot of local travel as well. Is, was that something you always did? Or is that because we were kind of, you know, stationed at home and, and you were getting a little bit more experimental around you? Well, so I purposely chose a place to live that had really amazing accessibility to the outdoors and uh and I could live anywhere that I want to I I do have that luxury of just being able to live wherever I want because my job is um it is something where you can work wherever mm-hmm. um and I chose I chose chose Boulder Colorado and specifically the mountains of Boulder Colorado for the accessibility and so whether there is COVID going on or not I'm I have a lot to explore in my backyard. Mm-hmm. And, 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 uh, like I said, I purposely did that. Um, and I feel very fortunate that I do have the backyard that I do cause it's not a normal backyard. I mean, it's, I have quite a bit of land and so I'm able to explore in my own backyard. And, um, and I love that, uh, love that about that. And so, whether um, this would be going on or not, um, I would still be taking photos in my own backyard. So um, COVID definitely um, created, um, you know, a series of obstacles. Um, I wouldn't say my travel was necessarily canceled. It was postponed. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a nice way of saying canceled. but um, (laughs) It's hopeful. It's more hopeful. Yeah. Well, you know, I didn't have any trips necessarily locked in you know a lot of things kind of um they were more potential so there wasn't anything that was canceled um but I definitely was greatly affected by COVID last year because I haven't been able to go on any of my exotic trips that I normally do and um a good portion of my content every year comes from the trips that I take abroad and I didn't get to do any of those trips abroad last year. Right. Which so is the knock on it. Um, and you know, it's, I, I did have a form of cabin fever. Uh, definitely. Um, I hope it changes this year and we can travel again. Um, you know, just really, really hoping that things change. But uh, yeah, for right now, just going to be exploring uh, the local scenery around Boulder, Colorado. Yeah, I bet you've never been happier to make that decision to move out that way than this last few months. It was a godsend. (laughs) Something inside of you knew maybe. Yeah. And uh, speaking of travel when we can, it's definitely looking more promising than it has in these last few months. Um, do you have a favorite corner of the globe? Like it, and it could be your own backyard. I mean, you're selling me on Boulder for sure, but these exotic places as well that you can share with people who are looking for a little bit of daydream or future planning, maybe. I think when it comes to daydreaming of, of your bucket list spots is it's really about where are you now and what's going to be a good contrast to that. Since I'm up here in the mountains of Boulder, um, it's cold and mm-hmm. snowy, and <laughs> and uh, so for me, I'm just imagining tropical. Right. <laughs> You're talking to a Canadian in winter right now. I am feeling that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just imagining, you know, white 
white sandy beaches, tropical fruits, you know, yeah, (laughs) everything tropical is really kind of what I'm feeling at this point. Um, But for somebody, for someone who lives in a more humid location or a more uh, deserty or tropical location, somewhere like the mountains of Colorado might seem like a dream location, like, or, or that the, the mountains of the Alps, you know, the Swiss Alps, the French Alps. So that could seem like a dream location for someone else. Um, but for me, because I'm, I'm in the, a a dreamy mountainous location here, um, I am dreaming of, uh, tropical type locations like, uh, going to the Maldives again, um, going to uh, Fiji, Tahiti. I mean, just something <laughs> something tropical. <laughs> Anything with a contrast will do. Yeah. yeah. It's actually quite interesting because we've had people on before and I've never really thought about it. I suppose so much of travel too, especially like us when you're working in it, some of it's work-related and maybe you tack on some days or, you know, maybe you're visiting family or you've got friends somewhere. So, you know, sometimes these trips kind of just happen. And then other times it is totally that case where I know somebody splits their time between Switzerland and Northern UK. So if it's winter, they love it because they get to ski, you know, in Switzerland. But then when it's summer or like really cold dead of winter, miserable up North (laughs) in England. Yeah. All they want to do is like head down to the Seychelles. So (laughs) I think it's maybe human nature, I suppose. Yeah. And wanting what we don't have. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess your own bucket list then is probably constantly evolving based on what you've done, where you've been and and what's next. I would definitely say my bucket list is very much evolving and it's, it's more of kind of what am I in the mood for right now? Mm. Um, I definitely have places that I want to go still in my life. Um, but it's, it's really at this point, I, like, let's just say like Norway is one of the places I want to go to, um, up in, you know, go to the fjords of Norway. But honestly, right at this moment, I don't want to go to Norway. I want to go, uh, somewhere tropical. Yeah. <laughs> so, that, that my, my, so it's, it's kind of like my bucket list, my, my now bucket list yeah. versus my overall bucket list. So yeah. my now bucket list is saying tropical. Okay. And I feel like in some ways, people are coming out of COVID too with this. There's two different tracks of mind, I think, where it's, I'm going to put everything on my bucket list. Like I know all I've been doing is hearing, especially hosting this podcast, hearing about all these amazing destinations from people and thinking, okay, yeah, I'm adding that one. I haven't been to that place in this country that I've been to, but I'll add that. Um, So you either want to do all the things or it's like, I don't care as long as it's not in my immediate state or province or country, whatever it is. (laughs) So I think you know, those first trips are going to be really interesting to see what the trends are that people do. Yeah, I, I definitely agree on that. And yeah, I used to be a person that had a huge bucket list. And, and uh, one of the things that I ran into with having such a big bucket list was that um, I was always left unfulfilled because I was trying to, mm. to mark off this huge list. Yeah. And it was, it was kind of like I was living for the destination of finishing the list, which was never going to finish. So I think now um, my bucket list is a lot smaller now. It's it's more just kind of like I want to get to these immediate places. And and having a smaller bucket list, um, while it might seem to some like, oh, well, you don't your goals are not as big as they were. Um, it's it's there. It, I, I kind of look at it a different way. I look at it like now at least I can feel like I'm completing a list. Mm-hmm. No, I <laughs> like that. This I, monstrous list. Yeah, yeah. And I think too, um, 
you're enjoying it for the moment then. I know you meet a lot of people when you travel and there's often this, this certain type of people is like, okay, I've hit this many countries and I want to strike this many off my list. And and that often stresses me out a little because I feel like you are constantly looking for the next thing or the goal is, like you say, marking it off and not actually experiencing it, which is something I, I think as we age too, maybe, or that's how I feel like. I know when I was early 20s, I didn't want to go back to certain places if I had done it. And now I'm thinking, well, there's so many different parts of that corner of that country, you know, that you maybe didn't experience. So um, I just think as long as it's feeling good, then follow it <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, without all the rules. So I know it's kind of a tricky time to ask this question. Um, but with things ever evolving, do you like to envision where you'll be in a few years time? Or do you try to focus on the here and now? And, and if you do, where do you see yourself in a couple of years? Uh, I think for right now, my goals are a little shifted than they were. I mean, I'll definitely say, you know, COVID is definitely affecting everything. But mm -hmm. um, I, I think for right now, one of my major milestones is actually not related to travel, but it's, it's been renovating my house. Um, um, I bought a unique property about a year and a half ago. Um, it's built into a rock on the side of a mountain. Wow. And Cool. So it has, it actually has a rock inside the house. So, um, three, my house is three stories and one of the walls of the house is a, is a giant rock. Um, and it literally takes up, uh, the majority of the house. And, wow. um, and so I've been working on renovating the house. Like one of my big goals in my life. So this is kind of like a life bucket list goal was, uh, building with, within the harmony of earth mm -hmm. and um I've, I've i've always been interested in in sustainable building and so i've really all been always about building cities that are built with the earth as opposed to it so um that's kind of a huge thing for me right now is like is renovating this house and making it more so that it's in alignment with the environment and uh so in terms of where i see myself in a couple of years it's finishing this house yeah. and uh, and then from there, um, maybe, um, you know, trying to build future eco villages for, um, for others out there. So I do have actually, um, uh, as I was saying, my, my, uh, this is an ever adapting, uh, world and an ever adapting career that I'm in. And, um, I'm always looking for new ventures and, and one of my big passions right now is renovation. And, and, and one of my big passions always has been, uh, the environment and, and, uh, sustainable buildings. So I do actually see, uh, a potential transition in the future where I integrate more, um, let's say real estate, uh, in my future endeavors. So mm -hmm. travel will always be a big part of my, um, part of my, just kind of my makeup because I do love to travel and travel allows you to experience new cultures, new places. It also allows you to see new architecture and, uh, which, which would further inspire new projects. Um, so I do see in the future, uh, pursuing more of this renovation, real estate, eco-village sort of operations that I'd like to do, um, and then continue on with uh, more travel. Wow, very cool. So is that something you'll be documenting on your current social handles, or would you be 
just so I can follow along, really, I'm curious. The house sounds amazing, and that'd be really interesting to be able to follow that journey. Yeah, you know, that that has been something I've been looking to do is documenting more of my renovation. Uh, I have kind of teased a little bit out of, uh, of it through through my Instagram and just my stories. And I have actually worked with some some uh, home improvement companies where, um, you know, they were some of my sponsors and then uh, and I integrated them into the house. So. I would like to to do that to to integrate it more into my social media platform, and I'm definitely b- actively brainstorming on how to do that. So, uh, yes, uh, to answer to, to for a short answer, yes, <laughs> uh, we'll see be seeing more of it on my social media. Okay, amazing. Well, I'll make sure to tag everything in the show notes. But your website is jjyosh.com. And people can find all of your social channels and everything there as well. Um, If there's anything else you wanted to add, this was really fun and interesting. And uh, I really thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me on. And I'd love to come on again and and give you an update on everything. And Absolutely. um, If you have any follow-up questions, feel free to to reach out. Um, And uh, Simon's somewhere around. My cat Simon, he's somewhere around. (laughs) I wondered if we'd hear him kind of tinkering in the background or something. You know, cats are just too quiet. My dog is usually well, quite loud, but he's dead asleep. So you know, and in, in, in this house is kind of perfect for a cat. I mean, he literally has rocks to climb on. Yeah, and I actually put two trees in the house now. Like we we took out, uh, we made the staircase out of two uh, pine trees. Oh, so wow. he can climb all over them and yeah. Oh my gosh, he really is an adventure cat, indoor and out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yes. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, JJ. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to see the world differently. Until next time, keep daydreaming. <laughs>